Hello, everyone, and welcome to the St. Louis Wedding Podcast. This is Chris McMahon from McMusic Events. Today, we are at Old World Jewelers in Fairview Heights, Illinois, and I'm sitting here with Kyle Sherris, one of the owners of Old World. Uh, Kyle, tell us a little bit about Old World. Um, When did you guys get started, and how long have you been in business? Um, So we've been in business. uh, We started in 1981, Um, but how it got started is back in the mid-'70s, my dad's family had a turquoise mine in Nevada. Um, He'd go out in the summertime and mine turquoise with his uncle. Um, and they were bringing it back here into Illinois and paying a guy in Cotta Collinsville to make silver art jewelry with it. Um, my dad kind of looked at everything they were doing and thought he could do a better job, and that's kind of how it all started. So like a, a turquoise mine with like pickaxes? And yeah, you know, they'd that. actually, you know, drill into the bedrock – Put dynamite in, blow up, you know, sides of, you know, uh, Just like hill. Yeah, exactly like you see in the movie. So, oh, awesome. you know, it's a it was a really cool, you know, experience he had, and we actually still have some of the turquoise from that mine. Wow. Now, yeah. looking at you, you're you don't seem that you were here when the business started. No, I definitely wasn't. So, um, I'm 30 years old or 31 years old now. Um, the business, like I said, started in 1981, um, and that was when it was called Old World Jewelers. Uh, my dad, George Sherris, he started really back in probably high school selling rings to teachers and girls in class. And after high school, he opened up a little shop and just sold silver art jewelry and met some different people along the way. And it turned into the, the fine jewelry store that we are today. Walk us through the process of you know somebody who's wanting to propose what would be the process that they would come to you yeah. in getting a ring? You know, the first thing I would start with is, you know, do some light stalking of the Instagram, Facebook page, um, Pinterest. You know, most most girls that are in a serious relationship, they have a lot of stuff on their Pinterest page. And that's truth where we get a lot of design ideas and you just basically kind of look at the certain styles, figure out what – what their style is, what fits with the different rings you're looking at, um, the type of center stone, quality, size, and a lot of times it's not necessarily a diamond either. You know, we see a lot of stuff coming in with uh, sapphires as center stones, morganites as center stones, you know, and all of that kind of plays into the style of the person and the jewelry that fits them perfectly. So it used to be guys would pull in a, a page out of a magazine that their girlfriend kind of you yeah. know, earmarked or whatever. Yes. But now it's more of the Pinterest boards. Yeah, Pinterest boards or, you know, and even just looking looking at them as a person, you know, are they more artsy? Are they more tailored? Are they, you know, very, very edgy kind of style? You know, all of that plays into the type of jewelry that they might look. And one thing I do tell a lot of people, a lot of guys, young guys especially, if they don't know – at all and have no clue and have looked and tried to get ideas and they don't have an idea, you go with basically what's called a simple solitaire. You pick out the type of stone that you want and then you basically put it in a classic solitaire, which is basically just a simple ring with one center stone on the top. And then basically you come back after you get the proposal done and you both build a ring together. Because a lot of guys are very um, challenged at what exactly they you know think they're soon to be what yeah and that's then that's the important part you know and so 
that's a lot of times where I push guys who don't have any clue at all on what the style is and we can't necessarily get a handle on it. you know. But on the other hand, a lot of times we can look at the things they're wearing, the things they're doing, and figure out something that will work perfect for them. How often do you see where the couple comes in together to pick out the ring versus maybe just the guy or you know one of the partners coming in? You know, I'd probably say at this point it's a lot more common than it used to be. Maybe about a third of people do that nowadays. And a lot of times, like I said, with the solitaire thing, that is one kind of nice thing is that you both get to be involved in the ring that she's going to have, you know, hopefully for forever. Sure. Um, so it's, it is sometimes good to do it that way, but it's also good to get that surprise engagement in too. It just, I don't know, kind of makes a little bit better of a story, I guess. What is, what does it take or how long does it take, you know, if they do maybe something out of the cases here or if they, you know, do a custom ring? You know, what, what is the, the process or the, the length of time it takes to get the ring done? So basically, if we have everything here in stock, if you pick a stone out of our inventory, you pick a ring out of our case, most of the time I can get it set up, you know, that day for you. And sometimes, you know, even while you're waiting and you can take it right out the door and figure out how you're going to propose. Other options are finding pieces that, you know, okay, I like this part of this ring and this part of this ring. Can we kind of combine it and make the ring that I want? You know, so that's the second kind of step towards custom where you just piece together different items that you can order in um, and then pick out a different diamond and set it all up together. And then you have the full custom where you come in with me, the designer, and I sit down on paper draw out different ideas. You can show me some things that you might have found online that you like styles of and we basically build it from scratch. The one big part of that is you get to be a whole lot more involved in the process. You know, like I said, I start off with drawing things on paper to getting stones in for you to take a look at. After that, we build the model in the computer so you get to see a full 3D rendered CAD image of exactly what it's going to look like before you're obligated at all. So there's no pressure obligation to... Well, to not process. a huge obligation. Basically, there's there's a design called Salt Fee. If we do a CAD image, okay. it's about $200. So it's not like you're out this $5,000 ring just because you sat down. And now doing the consult with me on paper without going to the computer, there's no charge for that at all, ever. What would you say is the busiest time of year you see as far as people coming in to buy that engagement ring? I'd say springtime. You know, most people think usually you're going to have about a year-long engagement period, and everybody kind of get, wants to either get married in spring or summertime. That's the kind of the, the big the big time. So mostly spring, I'd say. You talk about jewelry for brides, or I should say for weddings. Instantly people think about the ring for the bride. Um, yes. But what do you guys offer as far as guys' rings? So in recent years, actually, there has been a huge... Um, interest in different guide rings, you know, not just the plain yellow gold half round band that, you know, your grandpa had and wore for 65 years. You know, there's a lot more alternative metals, whether it's tungsten, titanium, um, ceramic, and then we do a lot of also other different materials as well, too, such as um, dinosaur bone, deer antler, 
woods. Well, and I'm I'm looking at your wedding ring right now, and yours is is kind of out of this world. Literally. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> my uh, my wedding ring I made myself, and it's actually white gold and meteorite. So that was you know something that I really thought that was just a cool thing you know to have something that represented my marriage you know that's 200 billion years old and from space you know that's a it's a pretty cool thing. Well, and you mentioned dinosaur bones, so you can actually have a wedding ring. Yes, yeah, so dinosaur, dinosaur bone actually looks pretty cool. It's 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 kind of a dark reddish to a brownish kind of color, and basically it's it's you know it's fossilized, so it's basically a rock. So. That being said, you can take it, form it, and you know that with a um, kind of a, a frame around it, make it into a, a gents' wedding ring. That's amazing. Yeah, and they didn't have that stuff, you know, years ago. So there's there's a lot more than just the simple styles that there was, you know, 20 years ago for men nowadays. Talk to me about what type of payment options are typically available for somebody to look at buying a ring. You know, basically we do the obviously the the normal payments, cash, check, card. Um, we also offer financing through a local finance company. They do anywhere from three months to 12 months, same as cash. Um, and then we also offer the old school layaway payment that has kind of gone by the wayside. What's the favorite part of your job in, in regards to providing bridal jewelry? You know, really, I enjoy the design aspect. You know, I get to be involved designing and helping the guy or girl design you know, the ring of their dreams. And it's nice because it's, you know, it represents probably one of the biggest points in any couple's life together, you know, their wedding. So it's it's just kind of cool to be involved in in that part of their, you know, their life story. You talked about how Old World is a family-run business and it's a, you know, a, a nice quaint store. I'm not saying it's small, but it's no, yeah. not, you know, something that's a... You know, We're not a 50,000 square foot uh, warehouse sure. at all. <laughs> what would you say are, are some of the differences in, you know, jewelry stores similar to yours versus the big box stores? You know, I'd say the biggest difference is not necessarily going to be the inventory or anything like that. It's going to be customer service. You know, for the big, big box stores, you're just a number on a spreadsheet for them. You know, where us, we've been in business for 37 years now and it's really all about customer service for us. If you take care of the customer and you do everything you can possibly to make them happy, everything else falls into place, you know, and it's just it's it's pretty easy after this amount of time with the things that we've always done is, you know, the customers first no matter what, you know, profits, anything like that. It's just it's it's all about the customer and Money just is easily falling behind that. So this is really an investment that somebody's making. Oh yes, definitely. You it's know, it's just a fly-by-night no, no. You know, and that's one thing that we we kind of talk about too. Is is you know, you don't want to just come in like, oh, I like that one, that one, put it together, and I'll take it out the door in fifteen minutes. You know, so it's sometimes nice to take your time. You know, a lot of times we'll have a guy come in. He'll say, okay, I want a carrot diamond round. You know, what do you have? I'll pull out stuff that I have and if a lot of times I'll also get in a number of different stones for someone to look at to make sure that you're getting exactly what you want. You know, and one thing that comparison helps too is, is you really get to see where your money's going. You know, and this certain quality of stone is this much, this one's this much, the next one's that much. You know, you really after comparing apples to apples, you really see what the difference is. 
So if somebody's thinking that they're looking to, to begin the process, they could actually call you and make an appointment and you could actually have stones yes. available for them. Yeah, definitely. You know, you don't even have to necessarily come in at that first introduction period. You know, you can call and say, hey, I'm looking for this type of stone and I want you to get in some different options for me. And I might even have most of the options here on hand if I don't. Call a number of brokers that we work with out of St. Louis, and they can, you know, usually most of the time they can get me stones within a day. What are uh, some of the emerging trends that you're seeing in in wedding jewelry, um, maybe that are just hitting the St. Louis region, or that might be soon, you know, in regards to the the rings or bands? You know, one of the things that we're actually seeing is yellow gold is coming back pretty strong. Um, for the last probably 15 years or so, it's been all white gold all the time, and Yellow gold's coming back. Rose gold is a very, very popular option now. Um, and then different shaped stones. Um, one thing that's starting to come in to be very popular right now is ovals. Round is your classic round diamond that's been popular for the last 500 years and it'll be popular another 500 years. But there's always other shaped stones that go in and out of popularity. You know, one example is, is marquee diamonds. If you had a marquee diamond, I can t- already tell you that you were married anywhere from 1982 to, you know, 2001. You know, so it's, there's always trends that you can see and one of the big up and coming ones is oval diamonds. And what about the bands? Are you seeing any unique? Um, you know, one thing that's been popular for a long time and I don't see it going out of right now is, uh, halo diamonds. You know, so basically it's, it's a small ring of diamonds around your center stone just to kind of accentuate the, the look of the diamond, um, kind of put a frame around it. Those are really popular. Give it some extra bling. Man. Yeah, give it some extra bling. Exactly. <laughs> Most couples have never done this before. So they're seeking guidance from, you know, the professionals that they are, are looking to purchase from. Oftentimes, they they may not know what questions to ask. Are there questions that you wish more couples would ask when they come in to look at? Yes, there definitely is. One thing um, I would think that everyone should ask is style versus durability. You know, depending on your certain lifestyle, um, the different things you do has a lot of an effect to do on your ring. You know, if if uh, if she's going to be picking up boxes and doing, you know, a lot of stuff with her hands all the time, you might want to think about a little bit more durable of a ring comparatively to something super dainty. And there's always a line that you can kind of go in between the two where, you know, okay, like I like this really dainty style, but my wife is – or my soon-to-be, hopefully soon-to-be wife is super hard on everything. You know, you can – especially in the custom realm of making things, you can make a nice durable ring that's still in the style you want. But you kind of have to know those type of things. What are differences in diamonds? You know, I've heard about the four Cs and what, is, what do those really mean? So basically the four Cs are carat weight, color, clarity, and cut. Carat weight is the first one. It's pretty obvious. It's basically the weight of the stone. The second one is going to be cut. Cut is very important. A lot of people kind of overlook cut. But basically, a well-cut stone is designed to take light in from every angle, bounce it around inside, and bounce it back out the top facet, which is called the table facet. And that's where you get all those flashes of color, all the, that brilliance that you see in diamonds, that's the cut working. If you have a poorly cut stone, a lot of times it will be grayish in color. It will have dead spots that don't have that brilliance, that fire to it, and that's what you don't want. 
And you know, even going a bit further, if you have, say, a stone that's super deep, you're paying for a lot of weight that you're not actually seeing. So you might have a carrot stone on paper. You know, it weighs a carrot, but it looks closer to a three-quarter carrot because all your weight is down in the bottom. So a well-cut stone does two things. One, it gives you the fire and brilliance that you want, and two, it maximizes the look of the diamond size-wise without having to uh, take any away from the brilliance. The next one being color. So it, color starts off at D, goes all the way down to Z, and basically D is perfectly colorless, perfectly white. I tell people, you know, usually it's DEF in the first category, GHIJ in the next category. And those two first categories are going to be pretty much where most of your diamonds are going to be. Magic spot kind of on that is about I. So anything that's I or above without a point of reference, it's going to look like a white stone. Obviously, if you take an I color stone and comparatively to a perfect D color stone, you're going to see more color to it. But without a point of reference, that HI kind of area is going to be a nice white looking stone without paying the huge premiums for you know the top couple categories. So that's maybe a way that somebody on a budget can still get a nice looking yes. green. That's gonna, you know, make their significant other happy. Yeah, and that's might be really able to save a little bit of money. Yeah, and that's really what you want to do. You want to have a nice looking stone, but like anything else, these categories they grow exponentially. So the higher you get on the categories, the bigger the jumps are in between the prices. So yes, definitely staying kind of in the the middle of the second category gets you a nice looking stone without breaking your budget, which is a big thing, you know, to most people. Most people don't come in here and say, I have a blank check and just, you know, run with it. Well, I know when I was looking at rings 20-something years ago, uh, back then it was always, you know, two-month salary or, or whatever you were supposed to, you know, traditionally spend. Yes. Is that typically what you still do um, nowadays? Not really. That's kind of gone by the wayside. It's really more, the only trends that I kind of see are more about age brackets, you know, that the young married couples that are, you know, anywhere from 18 to, you know, 27, they've got a, usually a, a roundabout price of where they're at. And most of them are anywhere from twelve, fifteen hundred $1,500 up to about five or 6000 where, you know, a couple that's a little bit older in that 30 to 40 kind of range, they're usually a little bit more anywhere from, you know, three to seven or 8000 but going back to the four C's, we forgot uh, clarity, oh, sure. <laughs> and that's a very important one. Um, clarity basically is the amount and size and placement of inclusions inside your diamond that you can see under the microscope. Now, what do you mean by inclusions? So inclusions are anything that is a – I don't want to say imperfection, but basically that's what it is. It's when the diamond's being formed in the earth, if there's a great shift in pressure – or temperature, that's what creates an inclusion. A lot of times it's leftover carbon that didn't get turned into diamonds. So you'll see a little black spot. Um, another type of inclusion that you see a lot of times is it almost looks like a like a shattered piece of glass. It looks like a cleavage kind of in. And even though it's nothing that happened damaging to the stone, that's what it kind of looks like. So it's the amount of those and the placement of them inside your diamond. Now, diamonds start off at internally flawless. There's VVS 1 and 2, VS 1 and 2, SI 1 and 2, and then I 1, 2, and 3. And the magic spot basically is SI 2. Anything that's SI 2 or above, 
you can't see anything naked eye. And that's really the important part. You know, most people I know don't carry around microscopes looking at other women's diamonds. <laughs> but this still, this is a lot of information to juggle for somebody who's looking to buy a ring. They've got to, you know, think about the cut and the color that they want and, you know, the clarity of, you know, making sure that that diamond's going to sparkle. And then, of course, the size. And of yeah. How big of a rock you want. And then style, too. You know, so yes, it's definitely a lot to handle. And that's why, you know, we always tell people it's good to do your research online. It's good, but you really need to come in and talk with somebody. One thing that we always tell people to do is, you know, get as much information of you as you can style-wise. Talk to your friends and family and get their experiences of what they did and when they got engaged, what they liked about their ring, what they didn't like. You know, So the more information that you get, the better off you are. And if you just want to come in with nothing at all, we'll educate you about all of it. And that's really our – Really our kind of our way of selling is is not really being a pushy salesman at all. It's it's about education. And if I educate you the right way, you're already gonna make the right decision because it's easy. It's you know, it's right there, right in front of you. Sure, you you just have to be it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the important part, is that relationship, the customer service. And like you mentioned earlier, that's some of the differences yeah. between you know, your store and maybe some of the box stores. Exactly. How does somebody really know that they're they're paying a fair price for what they're getting. So that's kind of hard. Um, the one thing to do is... Now these days of, of the Amazon and online shopping, you yes. know, people will go into a, a, a you know an electronic store and look at a TV, but then they'll go online and maybe buy it. Correct, yeah. So it's it's a little bit different with the diamond industry. You know, There's a lot of online places where you can purchase stones, but it's kind of like a lot of other products. If the price is too, be, too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And the problem with online stores is you can't compare apples to apples. Like we were talking earlier, you know, when you look at three or four or five, six different stones all next to each other, your eye, even being untrained, clearly sees the difference between them and it's easily to pick out the best ones. Well, when you're shopping online, you're just looking at paper. You're looking at grading reports. And without knowing all the subtle nuances of these grading reports, which I'm sure you don't want me to bore you with on your podcast. Um, but without knowing all those, it's very, very difficult to buy correctly online. You know, I'm not saying you can't do it, but it is difficult. Sure. Um, you know, and really the, the best thing to do for seeing value and as much as I would like everyone to come to my store, shopping around is your best deal. You know, we're seeing three stones from me and three stones from the guy down the street and looking at three stones online. You know, that's where you're really going to see where your money's going, who's giving you a good deal, and lastly is trust. Really, you should establish a relationship with a jeweler that you can trust. If you don't trust your jeweler, you shouldn't be buying from them anyway. Going back to the customer service thing, doing what's best for the customer, explaining everything, more of an educational wise rather than selling that's what establishes trust do rings come with a, a warranty nowadays yes yeah, so most pretty much all all stores have warranties there is huge huge differences between them though um a lot of the big box stores they give you this fancy warranty it's you know 15 pages in a packet and it looks all nice and fancy but the problem is is if you miss by one or two days on that you know, six month checkup, they void your warranty. It's done. You know, so you have to stick to it. And, you know, with most people in normal life, that's a 
that's a pretty hefty thing to ask for somebody to do. You, you have to be on time every six months looking at something. So, you know, you really have to kind of know the different things about all of these warranties and it's truly it's kind of difficult to know with with being an outsider. You know, we had a a gentleman that bought from a big box store and his ring fell apart on him three or four times. They warranted it the first three times and the last time he went in they told him that they couldn't do anything because they discontinued that model. So just because they discontinued that model means that his warranty is now void at no fault of his own. He kept kept up with his, you know, inspections and cleanings and all that type of stuff. And it basically because this company decided that that ring wasn't working right, they got rid of it, and now his warranty's gone. And a lot of stores, they make you pay for the warranty. Um, we're here at at Old World Jewelers. We never make you pay for a warranty. Basically, our warranty includes all workmanship, gold defects. Um, stones coming loose, stone ever comes loose, you come in, we tighten it while you wait most of the time, and you're right back out the door. We don't have you pay for a warranty. The only things that we don't cover are theft and damage. And on the other side, we always recommend people to get everything insured. So between us and an insurance policy, you basically, your ring is 100% covered all the time. What if somebody comes in and, and picks out a ring, you know, whether it's just a solitaire on the simple band or, or whatever, they pop the question and of course he or she says yes, but they might have had something a little bit different in mind that they were expecting or that they would want. Um, are they stuck or, or what options do they have? So there's a, there's a lot of different options for that. Um, if you just purchase something, say, out of our case, we're full exchange – We'll take it back and we'll get her the ring that she actually wants. If you make something custom, you're a little more stuck with that. But that again, that's where that whole design process comes in. And anyone that is even at all thinking that they might not be getting the right thing, again, like I talked about earlier, pushing for that simple solitaire is the best way to go, you know, because that does happen sometimes where somebody comes in, they spend a bunch of money on a custom piece, and the other person doesn't like it. So your options at that point, if it's from us, basically what we do is we will remake the ring for you in the, you know, the, the style that she does want, and we'll just basically give you huge discounts on that. Because when we're making a custom piece, after we make it, it's ours – regardless of who likes it or not. Sure. So we will work with you, um, you know, but it is – it's a little bit more difficult. Now, if it's something from some other – you know, from another store and you just weren't happy with your experience and you come in, a lot of times what I tell people to do is remount things. So say you bought a ring and there's a half carat of little diamonds and a carat center stone. What we'll do is we'll take take all those stones out, figure out a design that you do like and then remake a ring using those same stones. So technically, you're only purchasing about half of the ring because you already have the stones. We're just making the rings to put the stone in. That's kind of almost like if you know there's a ring passed down through the family, and you know it was great grandma's ring or whatever, and they want to propose with that. Yes, you could actually take the stones out of that ring and 
and make something new and fresh with it. Yeah, and we do that a lot. You know, I just had a, a guy come in the other day. His uh, his hopefully soon to be wife is grandma no gave names. her. No, no, yeah, no, no. I'm not saying nothing. Uh, her grandma gave her um, a bunch of diamonds, and he's using those diamonds with a center stone that he picked out from us and making a custom ring for her. That's really you cool. You know, so it, it you get a really nice custom ring that she's going to love and you have the whole sentimental value in it. You know, these are grandma stones. You know, that's – there's not many things that can be passed down for three generations anymore. You can't pass down. Most people don't have cars that last three generations. Most people don't have houses that – go three generations. So jewelry and diamonds is kind of one of those last things that is able to pass down. And even though you rework it a little bit and you make it a little bit newer and fresher each time, it's just something that just gives that that cool, cool vibe of, you know, this this was my grandma's. This is something my grandpa gave to my grandma, you know, that type of thing. And the history of where all that ring is gone and yeah. what it's been doing. Yeah, what it's seen over the years. Yeah, years. exactly. You know, you've you've got all those stories and, you know, even stories that that little, you know, when that woman was a little girl, she saw that on grandma's finger and now she gets to wear it. It's definitely a cool process when you can involve family jewelry into your engagement ring or even just other rings, you know. We've done stuff where we'll take a, a little diamond that, you know, grandma gave to the granddaughter and she'll throw it in a little pendant or something, you know. So you don't necessarily just have to do it with engagement rings. I got gotcha. you. We're going to be wrapping up here in just a second, Kyle. What other last pieces of advice might you have for uh, anybody who's considering, you know, looking at, at bridal jewelry that... Um, um, you know, I, I would hammer again is do your research. You know, look at look at all the pictures you can, things. You know, the one thing that we would hate, the wor- worst possible situation for us is we would spend, you know, a month and a half, two months figuring out the perfect ring for your soon-to-be fiancé. And six months after you purchase the ring, you still haven't given it to her, and you find something else you would have rather had. So the my biggest thing for everyone to do is is just look at as many pictures as you can. Go on Google, type in custom engagement rings, unique engagement rings, you know, classic engagement rings, anything that rings a bell with what you're trying to get at. Look at as many pictures as you can and bring those pictures in when we do, you know, either the custom ring or the ring out of the case. All of that type of stuff, all that information helps significantly when we're doing the whole the whole process. Kyle, I really appreciate your time this evening sitting down and being able to try and help educate brides and grooms in the St. Louis area that might be looking at popping the question and Definitely. looking for that, that bridal jewelry. If anybody wants to get in touch with Old World Jewelers, how would they do that? Um, basically, we can do it a couple different ways. You can go on our website, and we have actually a messaging service that will pop up. Um, you can use it right on your phone, um, and it will message us. 24-7. And what's your website? Uh, our website is uh, oldworldjewelers.com. Now, the only weird thing is we do have an E at the end of old. There's another Old World Jewelers up a little north, and our packages got crossed back in the 80s a bunch of times, so we had to switch, put an E on the end of it. Um, another way that you can get a hold of us is um, giving us a call. Our number here is 618-233-2445. Um, then you can also email us. And again, we're 
oldworldjewelers at gmail.com. And what's the address here in the store? It's uh, 4614 North Illinois Street. We're in the Winchester Plaza, right on 159 in Fairview Heights. Um, we're right across the street from Target and in the same plaza as Bandanas. Well, again, Kyle, uh, thanks a lot for your time. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the St. Louis Wedding Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to be updated when new episodes drop. And be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and submit any questions or suggested topics for future episodes. I'm Chris McMahon from McMusic Events. And until next time, we hope you're having fun planning the best wedding in the St. Louis area.